This is Kerry Williams, and welcome to today's Daily Spiritual Startup. If you would, take just a moment and both follow, subscribe to this channel. Also, give us a five-star review. That helps us to gain more listeners and hopefully to bless more people as they start their day. Today, we're going to talk about not knowing and how difficult it is not to know. You know, when we think about leaving or leaving behind someone, I always think about little children. And with our grandkids, when we go home, they always cry and they want us to stay. They say, why do you have to go? And we'll explain, well, we got to get home to our house or we got these chores to do or we got this work to get back to or whatever it may be. But to them, all they want to know is, why do you have to go? And when are you coming back? When will I see you again? And we all understand that because when we're in any way separated from those that we love, it's an anxious time. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, it says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the signs of your coming and the end of the age? Well, much like the child or the grandchild who doesn't want to see those that they love separated from them and looks forward to the time of their return. In that same way, the disciples, they're nervous about these things that they don't fully understand, Jesus has been saying. He's told them about tearing down the temple and rebuilding it in three days. And he's told them again and again that he has to die and they have to be separated. They don't understand what all that means. They won't realize it till after the resurrection. But yet they're nervous. They want to know when they'll see him again. And that kind of teaches us something about the nature of life and our faith. We don't have all the answers. We don't know exactly when Jesus is coming back. And although many times we get to tell our grandkids, well, we'll be back next week on Thursday or, or we'll see you on Friday because your mom's bringing you to our house. The kind of open-ended response, things like, I don't know when we'll see each other again. Those are the hardest to deal with. Well, it's true that as we wait for Jesus, it's been 2,000 years or so since he was here. And indeed, time is measured differently in our Lord's mind. For him, a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. But I think that that anxiety that the disciples feel at not being with Jesus, at being separated from him, although indeed they need to have faith and hang on, it also is a sign of their affection. My grandkids don't want us to leave because they love us and they want to be with us. And that, as we wait for him, even though we don't know the hour and that can cause us to be anxious, that same motive and that same emotion should fill us. We anxious, we're anxious to see him face to face. We want to be with him. And I think that's expressed in so many powerful ways in Scripture, but I particularly like how it's expressed at the end of the book of Revelation. When John says, he who testifies to these things says, behold, I am coming quickly. And John's immediate response, without hesitation, without having to think about it, he says, amen, even so come Lord Jesus. So what does all this indicate for us, us not knowing? Well, 
I think the fact that if we're ever anxious about it, probably, even though we may need a little more faith, is an indication of a heart that misses the Lord, that wants to be with him, and that yearns for the day he'll return. So we say together, amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. I hope this is a blessing to you, and I hope you have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you here next time.